Welcome to the Memberships Mastermind Podcast, the podcast that helps you create a profitable membership that serves you and your family. Hi, we're Paul and Melissa Pruitt, and we help online entrepreneurs build, launch, and grow their memberships. Each month, we host two live Memberships Mastermind Zoom calls, where we coach and collaborate with other membership site owners all over the world. On each podcast episode, we bring you one question that the Mastermind worked through. You'll get ideas and strategies that you can start implementing right away. So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome Welcome to to the the Memberships Memberships Mastermind Mastermind Podcast. Let's get in here. Belinda, yay! Question, I'm launching my first free Facebook group and welcome any advice. So Belinda, can you, when you hop on the mic and just tell us a little bit about the group, what you're looking to do with it? Hey. So I've resisted... I've resisted a free Facebook group for so long, but I appreciate the benefit to not only building a community. And the reason I've resisted a free Facebook group is there's already some really big, I'm a copywriter and there are some big free Facebook groups in the space. So I've, for a long time, I've been like, oh, well, what's the point and how would mine be different and all that kind of stuff. But I appreciate from a Facebook ads point of view, which I want to get into the power of having a group there. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I've got a lot of free content and I'm getting some help to organize it. But what I'm wary of is having engagement, having connection with me without it blasting all my effing time. So I like, I'm an over deliverer and I just simply cannot be in there all the time. So any advice you have on kind of just managing that connection disconnection. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So anybody else in the similar, similar state, like thinking Facebook groups are part of your strategy. Is anybody yeah. here actively using Facebook groups as part of your funnel strategy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. So before we even share does anybody want to go like 30 seconds to a minute or so to kind of explain, maybe you have some advice. So I see Emily and Leslie and Noel. And if you can just un- you can unmute yourself. Yeah, I the thing that I would do is I the thing that I did and I got the advice was to set up a pre-launch so that when you open up your group, you have people that you've invited into a Facebook group. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's a pre-Facebook group and you invite you tell them what you're doing because if you can open up a free group with 50 active people and which means sometimes you have to invite 200 people. And it depends on how, how you know these people or if you know people um, that can go in and you explain it. And I actually, I created it like maybe a month before, you know, it depends on what your timeline. And then I did a countdown and I said, and I didn't spend a lot of time. I said, hey, we're going to launch. I said, you get a founding member badge. Who knew people like badges? You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, you grown women loving badges. And what that did is you had 50 people going in, introducing themselves, saying where they're from. And just, I remember people saying in another group, if you're not in Leslie's group, you better get in there. It's popping. All they were doing is saying who they were. <laughs> um, but it just really, so that's what I would suggest is that you open it up. You have a pre-group so that you can open it up with about 50 people, which may mean, depending, you may have to ask 200 people. I don't know. It depends on, like, I have a ton of friends that talk a ton a lot. So I ask people, like, okay, whatever. And some people would forget or whatever. So you have more. So that would be my advice is have a pre-group because they could get that founding badge and you can just get it popped off really quickly. That's awesome. Love that. Thank you, Leslie. Yeah. Anybody else want to uh, share? 
Hi, I'm Noelle. I have a Facebook group, of, a free one for um, child care center owners and directors. And so what I do is I have a template every week and it tells, it's my social media strategy. So I have one template for my public page. I have a template for my private group and a template for my membership group. Hmm. And I talk about the same topic, but the level of depth I get into is different. So one day a week, I plan the strategy for everything, like what poll questions I'm going to ask, what questions, what posts. I have all my graphics in a folder, like I get everything ready. And then um, you can schedule posts in the group. So I will then go schedule all the posts, uh, like sit for a few hours and just like map out the whole thing for the week. So all I'm doing is maybe answering a question here and there, you know, like liking their comments. So I try and keep control that way. So I'm not, like you said, spending so much time. Awesome. Yeah, I've got um, some templates set up and I'm actually getting, working with an OBM to help me, to help create that schedule where we'll have theme days and I'll get my VA to schedule the post because I thought that might be an easy way to keep my energy up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Excellent. Thank you. That's great. That's great. I love that. Hi, my name is Tazim. Uh, Belinda, the thing I do every single week in my group and I've started making it something that I post about is I do a Facebook live every single week on a set day at a set time. And it took me a long time to kind of get into that groove. And I still don't always get a ton of people joining me live, but the morning of my live, I'll actually post exactly what time I'm coming on. And sometimes it varies, but most of the time people know it's between five and seven o'clock my time. So they kind of got used to it. It's always on the Thursday evening. Mm -hmm. And then what I also did was I created like a, an image that I, I call my thing that I do every Thursday night, Spa Bites. So it's technology-based, so it's B-Y-T-E-S. So that image pops up every single week. So as people start to see it, it becomes something that they're familiar with. And unlike what Noel just said, I don't do a lot of weekly same-day posts, like I probably should, but I don't, I'm not sure, but anyway, that's not something I do, but I will randomly post during the week different things that kind of just speak to me or speak to something that's going on in my industry or I saw something really great, a great uh, post that I will just share with my group. So, you know, I think that's a really great way to be authentic like you. You know, I think a lot of us want to give, give, give. I over deliver all the time, but it's really a great way to, to do it. So that's what I do with my group. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to, do you want to well, give some, I just, we like, just talked about this yesterday yeah. and we had an all day, we, every quarter we do a, a mastermind <laughs> the second part of the day was about Facebook groups. Yep. Um, so it's interesting that this is a the question. Topic. I know. I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, I think these, everyone I love, and I loved everyone's ideas. I love Noel. I loved your ideas, like that central theme. And then it's just a matter of like how deep you go into it with, with each group of people. And I think the biggest thing, Belinda is like, first, before you start a group, just that intention of like the boundaries of what you want to have with the group, because where we've seen and we've experienced with groups where they go crazy, it's just, it's like, all right, I'm going to start a group. And um, you don't have those boundaries set in place. You don't know really know what the purpose of the group is and like, you know, um, your involvement with the group. So I think mapping that out and knowing like, you know, this is how often I'm going to post in the group and how I'm going to show up and having that all mapped out and definitely having someone helping you with the group. And when you first get started too, it's just a matter too. It's like, 
again, it's like we like with even with this, it's like, all right, guys, let's post questions and everyone's kind of like, you know, feeling it out. So it's going to involve on the front end, a lot of you at the beginning to get them pumped up and excited and also to build trust too, that it's going to be the group to hang out with and, and have that, you know, community. But then once you get that going, I mean, then that's where that magic happens and the community starts to help each other. And then you can kind of, it's, it's not about you. It's about, it's about them. So. So I have a lot of opinions. How yes. long do we, we only have <laughs> You and Kira had some, um, um, you know, comments. That are yeah. There. I don't want I, yeah, I'll <laughs> come back over there. <laughs> so I, I take and I look at Facebook groups very purposely from a strategic standpoint, as far as, okay, there's different types of Facebook groups. So I'll start at the end. You have your, your, okay, you buy, bought into the program and part of this membership or course is we're supporting you through the mechanism of a community like a Facebook group, right? So that would be like the final step. Now, some of you might have an Ascension model where maybe the course somebody bought into or a membership that they bought into, you're, even though you're giving and you're giving value inside of that membership, it might also be the leveraging point of you connecting deeper with the people that will allow you to send to maybe like private coaching or to a high ticket offer, okay? So look at that, look at that group. Sometimes, because a lot of us don't think this way, but each part of what we do, technically, even as we're serving, is a pre-launch mm -hmm. to the next step, okay? So, and when you look at it that way, you start looking at each of the opportunities, each of the pieces of our funnel, or even what we believe we're serving. A lot of times your membership could be prepping people up for a high dollar course, mm -hmm. or, your high, or your course should be the pre-launch to your membership as an example, right? So if you have, if you're doing an Ascension model and that's basically stair-step, you know, model where you have free medium at the beginning and then at the end, you, you know, you're taking people to like a high ticket offer, then it's like, okay, how, so instead of just looking at it as serving people also, because that's the one dimensional side. And I always look at everything as like three, there's more than one opportunity and you got to think bigger picture. So from a strategy standpoint, uh, when you have this group that you're serving your buyers, like the people that purchase into a course or membership, do you have an ascension? Like, do you, do you, are you using it to maybe it's a membership and maybe you showing up instead of just doing the deliverables, you're showing up in a way that you're reselling them on being in the group as well. Like you're reselling them on the membership. Cause a lot of people forget this part. Like here you are, you're giving value and you're delivering on what you promise, but are you really looking at it like, you know what? People are in this membership, they pay every 30 days. And maybe I need to also seed and remind them why they're here paying, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, not in a direct way, but in an indirect way, like embedding it that way they, they feel good and comfortable at mm -hmm. the last 30 days. I got what I needed. I got what I wanted, you know, type thing. So there's the buyer side, the buyer group. Then I would look at it and say, okay, what's the step before that? So it's been very popular and a couple of people have mentioned it is that we, we look at a launch group. Now, a launch group to us could be a challenge group. It's the pop-up group that you mm -hmm. hear these days. We just always called it a launch group. We didn't know it was supposed to be a pop-up group. You know, that's kind of like the new term the last <laughs> two years, right? So where a launch group is really the people that you're pulling through some type of pre-launch mechanism that purposely steering, you know, you know, steering things up so that you can get the excitement, get the anticipation, get the momentum. But a lot of times how they're positioned these days is that they, they come up and then they disappear. They're like either archived or shut down a lot of times. Now, not everybody does that, but a lot of people do where they create the anticipation, the excitement, the momentum going into a big launch. 
And then besides that, then I look at the free group. Now, this is how I look at the free group. It's a lead magnet. <laughs> the free group should be looked at as a lead magnet. You need to shift your mindset on, oh, I got to come in and serve these people. Oh, I got to do this. <laughs> like, oh, what am I going to talk about today? This should be positioning you. This should be creating reciprocation, like all the influencing factors. Read the book Influence and get all the, the factors that are in. Uh, Brian Caldini's uh, book. Uh, it's what everybody in the internet marketing space models off of, even though they don't give credit to Brian Caldini. Is that you know you let the law of reciprocation, social proof, authority, like you're you're leveraging expert status because you control this thing, right? Now I have to say we've been doing Facebook groups ever since they created them, mm-hmm. you know, from like day one, and we have a love hate with them. Yes, I say we go through our little emotional mood swings with them. Uh, when we were in the photographer space, you know, our three groups that we had, they, they covered sub niches within the space. And we collectively had over 50,000 people between our groups that we influenced. And there's moments in time where it's like, yep, this is exactly what we needed because it brought people enough inertia, enough conversations and momentum brought people right into our launch of our product or our program. And there's other times you're just like, oh my goodness, like we're constantly moderating and fighting spammers Mm -hmm. and and bots and we're fighting people that obviously are in here, you know, we call it leeching where they have no intention of really giving. I'm okay if you give in our community because if you give enough value, I think there's a fair trade to say you compliment, you're, you're a positive thing in our community. And if you do an ask every once in a while, like, hey, you give a lot. Like, I think that's a fair trade. Mm-hmm. But when you just go in there and like your first post that you make is, hey, come over and get my lead magnet, buy my thing. You know, I know I've only been in this group. They approved me 10 minutes ago. You know, there's a lot of people just don't have social cues that don't have like, uh, I wouldn't do that to you. And if you put stuff in the real world, if you owned a pizza shop, would you be okay if I was your competitor pizza shop across the street? And I walked into your store while your customers are sitting there looking at the menu and said, yo, yo, I got a coupon in my place across the street. You should come over right now. <laughs> like you wouldn't be cool with that. So what I'm saying is don't be that person in a group. You notice though, if those of you that are in groups that we're in, we give value and we give people, they, we see people know we have InstaPost as a subscription service. Mm-hmm. InstaPost does not have a buyer's group to it. You know, it is a subscription, it's a membership, but it doesn't have a community element to it. Like that can be done, you know, and you look at it and it's like, okay, we have adaptive that does have support during the course itself. And then it's not supported outside the moment of the course uh, itself. So there's some give and take there. But when you look at your free membership as the lead magnet, like these days, when you, when people sign up to come into your group, you can ask those three questions. And one of those questions could be asking them for their email. So now you have an opt-in. So if you have a really good titled type of group that's very specific in line to what your avatar is, who the person you're trying to attract, if it's a great hot topic and that's the naming of your group, people are naturally going to like be opting into that group just as easily as they would any other lead magnet. So the, the thing though is when you, when you shift your mindset, now I will say over the, over the years, Melissa and I, we, we did when we leaned out of the photographer niche specifically and we leaned in the last several years uh, helping course owners and membership owners, you know, build their, their platforms, launch it and scale it is that it's something that we purposely turn those other groups off, you know? So those groups that we built and put all that energy in, they weren't serving us. It wasn't the audience. We weren't leaning into those programs and products and services anymore. And we archived the groups. 
we were unapologetic. We were okay with it. We had a membership that was several hundred members that were inside of that membership. We gave them several months notice and we sunsetted that group last, that, that membership last year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because of these other programs that we're doing are very successful. Sometimes you're going to lean into a group and then your messaging is going to change and who you're trying to attract is going to change and evolve. And you need to be okay with it to maybe do an assessment every once in a while to yep. make sure it's- is the group serving your message or did you pivot? Did you lean a little different as you learn, as you grow? And maybe sometimes that group it's worth moving on from. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had friends that had over 70,000 people in a group and the group just was not aligned to where they evolved, where they just archived, like it spent a lot of energy, time, money, resources. It served its purpose. It was a fair trade during that period of time. And then they just turned it off because they went, they were leaning into a new and different opportunity, which had totally different messaging. You know, but I, I think just make sure whatever you do for everybody, for groups, because it's community, you need to show up and you need to make sure that whatever you do, you can be consistent. Mm-hmm. Don't overpromise and then not show up. Exactly. You're better off creating a tempo in your group so that the people in the group that are following you can understand the tempo. Just like a podcast dropping every Tuesday at two o'clock, mm-hmm. you're expecting at two o'clock that podcast going to pop in, same bat time, same bat channel, you know, and you show up and, and, and you're there. But if you're sometimes there, sometimes not, and you're inconsistent, then that's the relationship equity you're building with people. It's all over the place. Then they don't trust you when it comes to selling because are you even going to be there for them then? Because sometimes you're there, sometimes you're not. So those are just some general thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you though. Yeah. I'm excited. So keep us posted and let us know, you know, when you, when you get it up and going and, and how it's, uh, how you get it started. I will. I will. It's, um, it's going to be an interesting exercise because I've got a copywriting course for copywriters and I've got a copywriting membership for copywriters, but I've also got a copywriting course for business owners. So in this early stage, I'm kind of like everyone's in, but I can already see some potential challenges, but I figure it's, I'm just going to try it and see what happens and have some structure and see how it develops and adapt the group as I need to, depending on how it works. But That's yeah, awesome. I finally got over myself and gone, all right. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. <laughs> love it. Awesome. Yeah. Keep us up to date on, on your evolution. I'd love so. to hear that. Yes. And thank you very much for the, like getting people in there. So let's pop in to start with. That is a great tip. And I love the idea of the graphics to like highlight when I'm going live as well. Cause I will be going live once a week. So I'll add that to my template. So thank you very much, everyone. Awesome. If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.